Hello, angels. Welcome back to Hi, I Think You're Nice, the podcast where I speak to a nice person about nice things for about an hour. My name is Sarah Hanchar, and I'm your host. Today, my guest is Christine Reapy, and today is a very special episode because it's not like any other episode throughout the year. It's all about Christmas time, specifically those Hallmark, Netflix, and Lifetime movies that Christine and I love so much. We love it so much that she created two games for this episode for us to enjoy. Technically, she created about five games, and we're going to split it into two different episodes. That's right. Today is part one of a two-part series all about the holiday season and those spectacular movies that come with it. So tune in next week for the conclusion of Christmas with Christine, part two. But today is part one. And the best part is you can play along. Yes, you can. It's super fun. Christine and I had a great time coming up with answers for the prompts that Christine asks. And I think if you hit pause and come up with your own ideas, that you'll have a great time too, playing it with your friends and family. Because I think we all know the tropes and the storylines and the characters and the vaguely magical things that happen in those uh, Hallmark Netflix Lifetime Uh, straight to Christmas classics. I hope you play along with us. And you know what? It is the holiday season. I hope you are having a wonderful and joyful time with the people that you love. And do you know what I love? And do you know what would bring me joy? If you just popped on over to iTunes. Do you have an iPhone? Oh, look at you having an iPhone. Or even if you don't, are you near a laptop or a computer of some variety? Hey, pop on over to iTunes, look up, hi, I think you're nice. And if you could please, please, please head on over and give me a five-star rating and a review. Yeah, a rating and review. Look at that. You would give me so much joy. You'd be spreading the love. You'd be so charitable and generous with your time and your care. And it cost you zero dollars. Yay! That's in everyone's budget. It's certainly in mine. And that would be amazing. Now, if you are feeling extra charitable and generous, you can even head on over to patreon.com and become a patron of this podcast. Yes, that means that you will be directly responsible for the reason that this podcast keeps on going. What? How about that? Put that on your resume. I would. I am a patron of Hi, I Think You're Nice. I think that would be amazing. So, Amazon. Oh, Amazon. No, don't go there. I mean, you can if you want to. That's totally up to you. But what I'm asking for is Patreon. Patreon.com slash I think you're nice. And the best part is my patrons get perks. You get outtakes. You get stickers. You could get a patch. You could get a personalized limerick. You could get a personalized musical arm fart video. All if you become a patron and support this podcast so it can keep on keeping on. So something to think about. I hope you give it some consideration. Also, I would love to hear from you. Please, please, please get in touch. It's the holiday season, as I've mentioned 70 times, and I would love to hear from you. You can email me at sarah at ithinkyournice.com. That's sarah, S-A-R-A-H, at ithinkyournice.com. Now remember, that's your, as in you are, so it's Y-O-U, R-E. Okay, so Sarah at IThinkYou'reNice.com. Send me an email about the nice things you're going to do this holiday season. Maybe some of your favorite traditions. Maybe some of your favorite holiday classics that we don't even mention. I would love to hear from you and see what's going on because I think you're great and I love that you're here and I would like to just connect with you. You can also connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You guessed it. It's at I Think You're Nice. That's my handle for everywhere. I Think You're Nice because guess what? I think you're nice. I truly do. 
If you would like to see me live and in person, you can come on down to Unexpected Productions' beautiful version of A Christmas Carol. It's called An Improvised Christmas Carol, where we improvise A Christmas Carol. How about that? So it's your favorite Christmas story told in a brand new way, all thanks to your suggestions. See how important participation is? Your participation means we get better stories, more interesting content. And isn't that lovely? I love that. A community of people pitching in, chatting it up, and making really funny, great art together. So if you're interested in that, head on over to unexpectedproductions.org and you can get tickets there for an improvised Christmas carol. And you can see all kinds of other wonderful shows there as well. But if you wanted to see me in person, that's where you could do that. Yay! I think it's time to jump right into Christmas with Christine, part one of a two-part series. Get ready, have fun, here we go! Enjoy! Hi, I think you're nice. Why, hi, I think you're nice. Let's have a seat and let's have a nice time. I think you're nice. So let's chat, so let's chat, so let's chat. I think you're nice, so let's chat. Do-do-do-do-do. Who's there? Just hear those sleigh bells ringling, ting, ting, tingling too. Come on, it's lovely weather for a podcast together with you. Outside the snow is falling and the roads are covered in ice. So why not stay inside and listen to Hi, I Think You're Nice. Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas, movie house! <laughs> oh my gosh. Merry Christmas. Thank you for that beautiful introduction. Thank you. Hi, everybody. Welcome Hi. to Hi, I Think You're Nice, a special Hello. edition with friend of the podcast, oh, back by popular oh, demand. Back by her own demand. <laughs> we have Christine Reapy up Hi. in here. Hi. Hi. Hello, studio audience. <laughs> I'm imagining lots of people. Oh, so many people can fit in here. It's yeah. bonkers. Uh, they're all like screaming and like, you know, throwing their Santa hats at you. I just thought you were going to say something else. <laughs> I'm wearing my Santa their... hat. I know you're I wearing your Santa it. hat. I'm wearing my Santa hat. You are so festive Thank and you. so festive fresh. Let's do this. Thank you for the opening song. It was you're absolutely welcome. beautiful. Uh, for those who um, are like, what's <laughs> happening? My friend Christine <laughs> loves Christmas. I love it. And last year we had a wonderful episode called Christmas with Christine. Oh, and that was you were there. I was there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, we had a, a lovely uh, episode where we talked about traditions and what we like to do. And then we started playing a wonderful game that Christine, a couple of different games that you created. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mostly revolving around those Hallmark Netflix mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Lifetime Christmas movies. Critical ho- cinematic adventures for the holiday season is what we like to call them. <laughs> is it? <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They are what get us through the year. Actually, it is. Yeah. Because yeah. we live here in Seattle and a lot of other places get like blankets of snow and oh, here we get... British gr- accents! <laughs> British accents! Oh, it's Christmas time again! Oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm in central Pennsylvania! Oh, the side has spilled on me jumper! <laughs> <laughs> I want my Christmas bangers and mash <laughs> no. with my HP sauce. 
It's a real thing. It's called HP sauce. Harry Potter sauce. It's not Harry Potter sauce. It's <laughs> I'm like, that's HP. nasty. No, it's... <laughs> <laughs> that is that is nasty Christmas. Oh, my God. This episode's going to be bonkers. <laughs> I'm so excited. I, and and, uh-huh. and I, I will say, top of the show, I, I'm suffering from a cold. Okay. But my Christmas spirit is not diminished. I'm a little stuffy. And if I get excited and you just hear, like, coughing and spitting and then, like, the tape goes blank... I'm fine. You're fine. You haven't died. Yeah, we have tissues. Yeah, we have tissues. We have two sets of bells. And we're going to talk about Christmas. She has games. I have... We have bells. Two sets of bells. And we have... Uh, the suggestions that people sent us via Facebook for a fun game that Christine has put together and that we're going to play. And that's it. Okay, now I'm done talking. And now we can officially begin Christmas with Christine. And the clock doth toll, and tis time. And the first ghost came uh, at one. The ghost of Hallmark Movies Present. And it's called, unofficially, I'm shaking, I'm so excited, and I'm so hopped up on cold meds. Oh my gosh. This is, uh, this is gonna amped, be... She's you guys. Dilated pupils. Oh, it's called Guess That Movie Plot. Oh, Guess that's That all, Movie that's Plot. That's all it is. Okay. Um, And so according to the instructions, which I wrote, one... <laughs> And we're, and we're, so a new thing this year, we're keeping score. Good. Because Christmas is all about winning. Yep. So what, we get one marshmallow for whoever gets the closest to the plot in 30 seconds. So these are all actual Hallmark movies coming out this year. Okay. And I did not look at the plots beforehand. It was very difficult. I, was I like copy say, how and can pasted. I trust you? You can't trust me. You can't oh. trust anyone at Christmas. Rule number four. Uh, <laughs> but I copy and pasted. And I didn't look at them, but I got the titles. And so we're going to say, here are the title. Okay. And then we'll each have 30 seconds to okay. come up with what we think that movie's about. Neither of us will get it. Perfect. What? Let's set expectations. I believe in you to do it perfectly. I, I don't. Okay. I don't. Because well, we'll the titles are like Christmas Winter. Like, that could be anything. It's true. And I can't wait to think like, of what it will be. But you have to think something. Because whoever true. gets the closest. Uh-huh. Gets one marshmallow one for marshmallow. this round. Oh okay. My God. This is thrilling. Okay. Oh, and this is a fun game. I thought if people want to play these at home with their families <gasps> at the holidays. Absolutely. Like, think of your own titles, think of your own plots, think of, like, movie plots. So it's a fun way to pass time with your family without actually having to talk to them. Yeah, or press yeah. pause whenever yeah. we're coming up with our stuff. Come up with your stuff. Yeah. And then and then see how we all land. <gasps> That'd be oh. fun. Ooh. Yeah, play with us. We're fun. Yeah, see how many marshmallows you get on round one. Yeah. And we're only rewarding marshmallows for round one. Okay. Okay. Yes, uh, Christine has an entire money (laughs) candy currency uh, Mm -hmm. figured out. It's sort of like Mm -hmm. Harry Potter, Mm -hmm. like... Sickles, mm-hmm. nuts, and mm-hmm. galleons, bolts. and what bolts, and what have yeah. you. Yeah. Okay, all right. So let's let's jump right in. <clears throat> to... Okay, the first title: Oh, Christmas wishes and mistletoe kisses. So how I guess so that's the title, and then we have Christmas to come up with a plot. Wishes and mistletoe, mistletoe kisses. kisses. Do you want to write something down? Oh no, we'll just say we'll it. Say it out loud. I figure we get thirty seconds, and then okay. you come up with a different one. Whoever gets close, that way we don't land on the same thing. Like if we okay. both came up with "She's a Baker." Oh, like, okay. You gotcha, know. gotcha. All so, right. would you like to go first? As home court advantage, you can go first. Um, I do you need I, a second. I need a second. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, okay. Yeah, I'll go first next time. Go. 
Um, okay, so Kimberly is a single lawyer in New York, and she gets fired because she lost the big case, and so she has to go home to um, her house in Vermont, and her parents' uh, shop, they own a tackle bait shop, and it's closing, mm, and um, and the tackle bait shop uh, is going to be turned into a condo, a, a waterside condo. Oh, shoot. And um, and and she's going to help them make sure it's not she's looking at the legal paperwork and she meets the other lawyer and she falls in love with him and they get kisses under the mistletoe. Well 30 seconds. done. 30 Damn, seconds. 30 seconds is not a long time. <laughs> it's not. Okay, okay you ready? Okay, so Christmas wishes, mistletoe kisses. Okay, okay ready? Yeah. A single dad is uh, oh. Oh. is super bummed at the holiday season because, of course, his poor wife has passed away from something vague. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> so, like, and his little daughter sees how bummed that he is. And you know what? He has two kids. And they see how bummed that he is. And so they get in touch with um, uh, maybe a charity. Yeah, a, char- a charity of some sort. And, of course, a woman in that charity falls in love with him. And then he finds out that there's still love in his heart and he has more Three, love to give. Two, and they kiss underneath one. the mistletoe. Uh. Okay. Oh my 30 God. seconds is hard. 30 seconds is short because you're <sighs> like, I just established this character yeah. and their motivation. I need to talk about the townspeople. Yeah. Okay. Are we ready? Okay. We are. Uh, so Christmas Wishes and Mistletoe Kisses will premiere. Oh, it already premiered. It was on Saturday, October 26th. You could watch it at 8 or 7 Central. It starred Jill Wagner, Matthew Davis, and Donna Mills. Uh, the movie centers around Abby, a single mom who takes a risk in following her true passion of interior designing. She's hired by a local businessman, Nick, to decorate his estate by Christmas Eve. With the deadline in sight, Abby must navigate her working relationship with Nick in hopes that this is just the start of a new uh, blah, 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 to the start to a new successful career. The movie also stars Donna Mills as Nick's mother, Caroline. Okay. Well, it had so, a single parent. It mm-hmm. did have a job change, though. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. do we each get a marshmallow or a gumdrop? Yeah, no, this is marshmallow. Marshmallows. I, yeah. So, yeah. I think we each got a marshmallow. Yeah. Because you did a change of profession, kind of, with the tackle mm-hmm. shop. Mm-hmm. And then I, I, said, mm-hmm. I said single parent. So, all right. Yeah. One so we marsh- each get a marshmallow. Oh, it's all tied up. Oh, it's this all is tied so up. exciting. Okay. 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 This okay. Is, okay. I'll go first this time. Mary and Bright. Mary and Bright. Mary and Bright. Okay, uh, so there is a party girl um, named Mary, and she is not taking her job seriously or her life seriously at all, um, but she finds a down-to-earth person when she's forced to actually work for a living, and she meets uh, this down-to-earth person, um, and he's involved with horses. He's the horse guy somehow mm-hmm, in this mm-hmm. small town where she's been forced to go to figure out her life, and they fall in love. And uh, she brings a little joy and brightness to their life, and they bring they ground her. They ground her. Oh my god, they ground her. Okay. Oh my god. Oh my god. It feels it's really so intimidating. Ready. Okay, Mary and Bright are uh, Mary Anderson and Sally Bright, and they travel around from town to town, and they are professional nativity scene workers, and they always play two of the three wise men, and um, Frankenstein Zimmer, and then they are in a little town, and this is their biggest gig because it's going to be televised, and they meet Gold, and Gold is actually like the sexiest man alive, and he has a little bit of a little bit of stubble, and, and and they both fight over him, but then Mary falls in love with him, and Bright. Um, dies. 
Ooh, brutal ending. <laughs> Not all Christmases are merry. That's merry true. and bright. Merry and bright. All right. Oh, I like that one. What's, I do too. Um, I would watch that. Oh, so this already premiered as well. It was on November second, starring Jodie Sweetin, Andrew Walker, and Sharon Lawrence. The story begins oh, when Kate. CEO of the Mary and Bright Candy Cane Company meets Gabe during the busy Christmas season. She assumes Gabe is the suitor her well-meaning mother is trying to set her up with, when in reality, he works for Empire Corporate Recovery, which has been hired to take a closer look at Mary and Bright's operation and find ways to make the company more profitable. As Kate and Gabe begin to work together... They find ways to elevate the business and find out that they have more in common than savvy business sense. Ooh. I think, I don't think either of us got close enough to that one. I mean, no marshmallows. I said Marion Bright. That's true. But yeah, no, we. That's true. This is a hard game. This is a really hard game. We have 17 more. Okay. No, we don't. Easy. We don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So no marshmallows awarded. Or so, so it's still tied up. Yeah. Still I, tied up. Yes. Yeah, 1-1. One, one. One, one. Let's go to the scoreboard, Sarah. Love, love. No, oh, is that a thing? Every Christmas is love, love. Oh. Write that down. That's a line. That's a line. <laughs> that's so- uh, Christmas and Wimbledon. Every Christmas <laughs> is love, love. <laughs> Write that down. Write that down. I <laughs> yes, deserve a marshmallow. Yeah. Marshmallow for good idea. No, okay. don't, don't. I don't. I, well, I didn't I, earn I, it. I didn't earn it. I won't cheapen it. Okay. All right. This one's called Right Before Christmas. However, right is spelled W-R-I-T-E as in writing. write a passage. No. Oh, a ri- wait, uh, wait, no. Writing. Right. W-R. Do you say W-R-I-T-E? I did. Okay. As in writing of passages, like you write about passages. That's what I meant. What did you mean? (laughs) So writing. Write of passage. Write, write of passage. But but it's right before Christmas. Okay. Right before Christmas. Ready? ready. Wait, are you ready? Ready and go. Uh, Noelle Bakington writes to Santa every year and never gets what she wants. And now she's 25 and she's homeless and all she has is a letter to Santa and she writes that she wants a home and love for Christmas. And and then on Christmas Day, um, this guy in a red suit takes her to the soup kitchen and offers her a house and they fall in love and they get married and it turns out he's Santa and the elves have a musical number called write your love to me. There you go. Perfect. Write your love to me. Now we're going too fast. (laughs) I had, that was a thin plot. I had nothing else. Hey, (laughs) works every time. Okay, so it's what is it? Christmas right writing right, right before Christmas. Right before Christmas. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, stay, okay. Stay so cool. a family, uh, uh, some the head of the household again, a single parent of some variety, mm-hmm. uh, loses their job right before Christmas, and oh. so they write to um, some charity corporation or something, and it's like a secret. Uh, angel type situation where they uh-huh. come in to make sure Secret the person angel. is worthy mm-hmm. of this charity and so uh, they realize like oh he's a really cool guy and what's this oh I'm feeling in love again the single parent can be uh, male or female I don't know and then oh, oh they fall in love wah, 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 wah. okay thanks for playing I'm always going to guess single parent <laughs> you get a marshmallow for single parent okay right before Christmas um, oh it premieres on Sunday the 17th oh starring Chad Michael Murray 
Hell yeah. <laughs> I don't Chad know. Chad Michael Murray. Tristan from Gilmore Girls. Oh my god, Tristan? Well, also um, from One Tree Hill, and he was from Cinderella Story, but Tristan from Gilmore Girls. Okay. The movie centers around a recently single, Jessica, who sends Christmas cards to people who have impacted her life. The aunt oh. who raised her, her younger brother in the military, a pop star who was part of the soundtrack of her life, the music teacher who inspired her, and the best friend who always tells the truth. And that's it. That's, that's it. all they gave us. Wow. Uh, so your super thin uh, plot really does fit in. But she's not homeless. But they send letters, so, but you got single... Yeah, I, you, well, I said single parent, like, as in, I should say widowed. Oh. That's always what I mean. Yeah, single parents, widows. Um, um, I, so do we get, mar- we each get a marshmallow? I don't, I, so I each get, get a marshmallow. Good. I feel like. You know, the marshmallows aren't worth as much as the gumdrops in round two, yeah. so we can and, hand those out pretty quickly. And also, like, it's fun. <laughs> yeah. I want to say Drew Seeley is, he plays the pop star, and I think he's in something on Broadway. Um, so good for him. Get that, yeah. get that paycheck, Drew. Get that, good for you. Get that paper. Get, 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 that, get, get that paper. paper. <laughs> the Santa paper. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. A Christmas duet. A Christmas duet. A Christmas duet. Okay. A Christmas duet. Okay. Okay. This is it. Big okay. time. Go okay. Okay. balls to the walls. Um, oh, shit. Sorry. Okay. Um, so it's a mother and daughter team that they've always sung together, but then there was a schism of some variety, mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. daughter went on to have her very own popular um, home career, no. South career. Yeah. And it was great, but then she comes home for Christmas because it's a big special to do, and everyone thinks, like, oh, you're too fancy now. And she's like, I'm not too fancy now. I'm here for you. And so, like, she and her mom get together and do that concert, and of course, there's a, a hometown love of some mm-hmm. variety. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's definitely a child that is imperative. <laughs> Besides him, who's involved. <laughs> They're determined to get a kid in here. Let's get a kid in here. <laughs> Let's get a kid in here. Yeah, come on. It's about Christmas. We need a kid at get, Christmas get or these... else it's weird. <laughs> All right. Okay, a Christmas Ready? duet. Um, Christmas duet and go. Yeah. Okay, so um, Allie and Shane grew up in the same town and they used to sing together at Christmas every year at the Christmas pageant. And then they went to college and they went their separate ways and she became a pop star and he became a country musician and years go by and they're back in town for Christmas and the whole town is asking if they can sing um, one more time at the big Christmas pageant so they can raise enough money to, to rebuild the barn and and grandma's like maybe you can do more than just sing with him and Allie's like mm, I don't know and he and Shane's like I love Two, you and one. there's a baby <laughs> <laughs> and there's a baby there's a baby see want to get that kid in there i want that's what shane said yeah. um, <laughs> this one premieres on monday november 5th 20, okay. 25th um stars someone named rome and chaley <laughs> those are names well-loved music duo avery and jesse famous for their duet wouldn't be christmas haven't played together since they went their separate ways years <gasps> ago give me that mallow yes avery gave up music and opened a beautiful lodge in a snowy vermont town oh, while yes. jesse still tours struggling to find the same kind of success they had as a duo when fate brings them together over the holidays at avery's lodge just in time for the annual yuletide festival can the magic or christmas help reunite them once again the movie also stars fan favorite Terrell Rothery, who plays a travel writer visiting Avery's Lodge. 
I did say that there was a small town where they got together for a show. Yeah, yeah. And I think you, you get a mallow. I think I think we're both mallowing it. Yeah, we get mallows. I like we how got generous close. we are with we're our mallows. So, well, I'm gonna get really picky when we get to the next round. Oh, because oh. I'm I've been carrying a grudge since last year when you like. Oh no! Because I knew some. No, because you flat <laughs> out you kicked butt at my Christmas <laughs> movie. Like, is it real or fake? Oh. And so I really tried hard this year to make my <gasps> oh. fake ones sound really like real. Hallmark ones. Yeah. Okay. Uh-oh. This game is awesome, by the way. And I'm having it's a wonderful fun, right? time. And I'm realizing like there are so many tropes that I need to think about more. Yeah. Because I'm not I'm not nailing them the way I thought I would. Well, and there's variations you could do. Like if you wanted to play with your family, you could come up like someone could come up with a title, and then like you could have two teams, and one team could come up with a plot, and another team could come up with another plot, and then they vote on which one they like best or yeah. something, or you know you could. Something like that. If you don't have the actual, you act it out. Yeah, it's have... charades, Christmas holidays. There's a lot of things you can do to you... celebrate Christmas in your house. There really is more than just putting up a tree. <laughs> don't be basic. Yeah, make up a game and play it with your family. Flex like your a, family like a bunch of weirdos. <laughs> Check in to Christmas. In is spelled I N N. Okay. Great. Mm-hmm. Check in. Wait, am I first this time? I think you're first this time. Ready Uh and go. Sally's dream has always been to open up an inn in her home country of Czechoslovakia. And so she goes there for the holidays. And Sarah, what? (laughs) And so she goes there. And oh, no. So she goes to the Czech Republic and she opens the inn and she falls in love with a young Czech boy. And um, and then he, after, when she says, do you love me? He says, I do. And he says, check, please. Five. And then it goes to a candle. And then um, they fall in love and the snow falls outside. Beautiful. <laughs> it's the Czech Republic. It's the Czech Republic. I'm Since nearly positive uh, for a long time. Really? Since the fall of the... Mm, are you sure? <laughs> Since the fall of the uh, USSR, I believe. I think that all kind of tumbled around the same time. USSR fell? Yeah. <laughs> I forgot you're one of those bunker girls. <laughs> <laughs> I only come out once a year. I'd be a great Santa. You, that's true. That's the reason why you'd be a great Santa. I know, I, I know no history or current events. Just put me back up on the North Pole. Let me dance around to, with my reindeer. I didn't mean to correct you or make you feel bad, but the check oh, I don't feel just bad. in general made me laugh check hard as in check in to Christmas. Well, what else could it be? What else could it yeah. be? All Let's right. find out what else um, it could be. I'm guessing that the... Ch- the ch- so it's called check in to Christmas? Check in, I-N-N. Okay, so check in to Christmas in Worthington, Vermont, there's oh, a sweet oh, oh. chick named Francesca. And Francesca has been uh, working at this in her whole life, and she dreams about going out there and going out there in the world. And little did she know that there's a handsome stranger who came in, and he seems like a regular guy. Mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. what? They actually get off on the wrong foot at first. No! But then it turns out he's really interesting and kind of nice and takes him out for a romantic dinner. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that he's been a prince all along. What? Or something a like that. Or a Czechoslovakia? Or Czech Republic? the Czech Republic! Ah! <laughs> that and then they go to the inn and then they go to the yeah that's where they meet oh, at the inn merge. yeah oh my god let's see what it is we're gonna be so disappointed i know nothing's gonna be as good as what we think thank you for playing this with thank me. you for coming up with so many plans they're great okay okay so this premieres on tuesday november 26th so you can watch it after a christmas duet Um, (laughs) for those of you writing these down at home Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. when New York City lawyer Julia Crowley returns to her Rocky Mountain hometown of Worthington 
No. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I was like, I'm a witch. (laughs) Burner! (laughs) And her family's lovely inn for the holidays. She finds herself at the center of a generations-old feud with the family that runs the town's (gasps) other inn. As the ongoing competition between the two inns escalates, quote, forbidden romance blossoms between (laughs) Julia and Roger Mason, whose family runs the inn that is her family's big competitor, also... It's Czechoslovakia, not Republic. <laughs> it says that on the thing. It says that mm-hmm. on the blurb? Oh, it says that on the blurb. It's weird. Wow. Um, I You you get the marshmallows. I don't, we, do either of us get a marshmallow? I, I'm going to give you a marshmallow. I don't get one because we did not go anywhere, fake or real. But all I said was an inn. A small, you said, although we, yeah, we, we both, both said, said inn. That's in the title. Yeah, so let's... I think I that's think a wash. Gonna, I'm going to give you a mallow. You're going to give me a mallow? I'm going to give you a mallow. That's very generous Because I want that you. come from behind victory. Okay. All right. Because yeah. people yeah. are rooting for you. I don't yeah. think anyone's rooting for me at this point. <laughs> I'm rooting They're, for are... you. <laughs> oh, she's like Tiny Tim. I was going to say I'm Tiny Tim. Okay. <laughs> It's my last Christmas podcast. Oh no! Don't what? say that. I hope spirits. I hope not. Will I see her oh, in the my. future? <laughs> <laughs> that little Christmas bell by the fire. <laughs> Christmas in Rome. In is spelled I N. Okay, so just a regular regular in, like a like a regular little word. Okay, okay. <laughs> We're in the Vatican. Oh my so. God! <laughs> the stakes are so high. And um and and there is a, a a tourist who oh gosh darn it he forgot to wear his pants <laughs> so you have to wear long pants when you go to the Vatican you do. and so he runs into Rome and he's like so embarrassed he's like I have to buy pants because I really want to see the Sistine Chapel and there he meets this um magical mystical uh person and uh they he spills coffee and he orders it wrong at the pants store <laughs> and they fall in love. <laughs> I want to go to the Roman pants store. Yours is bound to be closer. Um, um, <laughs> Ready? Um, okay. And go. Okay. So, um, uh, Chastity is a person, and she wants to go um, overseas for the holidays because her she doesn't have a boyfriend, and she's a single mother, and um, her she's a widow, and so she gets on the plane and she goes to Rome to rediscover herself, and she meets this Italian guy named Fabrizio who's not wearing pants, and um, <laughs> they go to the pants store and they fall in love, but she has to go back home, and he proposes to her, and she's like, okay, and he says, also, I'm the king of Italy. Perfect. I think that's the winner. So in my head, I also thought like Christmas in Rome. And I was like, maybe Rome's a person. And this is about like an operation. Like they have to like gut oh, Rome. They have to gut Rome. And like save his organs. <laughs> but I'm like, that's probably I, not on Hallmark. Probably not it. All right. So what is it? So Christmas in Rome premieres on Saturday, November 30th. It stars Lacey Chabert, our girl Lacey Chabert. Who's Lacey Chabert? She's in everything. Okay. She was Gretchen Wieners on Mean Girls. Oh my God, she is in everything. She's in everything. She's great. She, yeah, she does like two Hallmark movies a year. Good, Good for, for her. her for getting that Rome yeah. script. Yeah. Hopefully they're going. Let's find out. Lacey Chabert plays an independent-minded American tour guide named Angela, who is fired from her job in Rome just before Christmas. She crosses paths with an American executive named Oliver, who wants to buy a high-end Italian ceramics company. Sure. (laughs) Oliver hires Angela to be his tour guide around the Eternal City, as the owner of the ceramics company won't sell it to him until he learns, quote, the heart and soul of Rome. But is there another heart and soul that he may win? (laughs) 
Oh. I can't wait to watch that one. Oh, my God. Uh, see, that one has... Oh, that one has it all. Like I wish that one was a pant store instead of a ceramic <laughs> store. <laughs> he wants to get in on that high-end pant yep, fashion. on that pants. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, to, I, these are starting to blend together, so I don't remember. What did you say? Uh, I think I get seven marshmallows. Okay, you get seven marshmallows. Okay, you said mom... No, I she fell in love with an Italian in mine. I was way off. No, you um, said but you, that's exactly what happened. No, he's, over to he's an American tour guide, too. He's an American executive. These are both Americans in Rome. Oh, we are not okay. casting any Italians in this Hallmark film. <laughs> but he needs okay. to learn the heart and soul of Rome. I don't think I... I certainly didn't get one with the no. pants in the Vatican. I just wanted to say the Vatican real bad. The okay. Pantican. All right. So, <laughs> so zero sidebar for me. The reason I'm talking about pants at the Vatican is because I remember waiting in line for the Sistine Chapel <coughs> and there were these guys in front of us and between the three of them, they only had one pair of like long pants. Cause you, you can't what wear shorts. What were they wearing? Oh, they're wearing okay. shorts and you can't wear shorts. Um, so, like, one would go to the chapel, come back in line, give them pants, then they'd do, like, a pants switch out, which I thought was, like... What? Really sweet. I mean, they would, like, go to the bathroom, and then... I was hoping they pants. had, like, the cargo pants that zipped, like, right below oh the knee. <laughs> and they're, like, they hand out, like, Vatican pants. Oh, my God, they should make those! They should make Vatican pants that you tie onto your knees, yes. like spats or something. Like how they make women, they, like, give you, like, a like a towel to cover up with when you go into a church. Exactly. Yeah. Just, like, little bell bottoms <laughs> for all of your pants. <laughs> We're on to something. We're trademarking that. Yeah. Okay. Vatican pants coming to you 2020 (laughs) for all your pants needs. Okay. So I think that's a wash. I don't think either of us get points Mm. on that one. I'll let you decide if you want to take some points because you said some stuff. You're not going to take one. I said some stuff, but also I was like, (laughs) Christmas in Rome is about a surgical scene. We're Um, pretty, pretty competitive, clearly. um, I don't Uh, want them if you're not going to give them to me. Okay. So this last one, are you ready? I am ready. Let's Christmas at Dollywood. <gasps> Uh-oh. I think I've seen ads for this. Oh, no. Do you I've know only, do it? Do you know what I've seen? I've seen Dolly Parting... Part, Dolly Parting? Dolly oh, Parting no, strumming dies. a guitar. No, just strumming a guitar. Okay, so you can use that. So I'll I can, let you use that. Okay, you get to use that, oh, too. Oh, am I first? Um, or no, you I you're first? Sh- Wait, I'm first. Yes, you're first. Okay, okay, okay. Ready? Yep. Ready, ready. Mm-hmm, and I'm ready. Go. Um, the movie opens with Dolly Parton strumming a guitar, and <laughs> and um, it, it centers, though, on one of the workers at Dollywood who loves working there, and she can't go home for Christmas, though, and so Dolly flies her family there for the holidays so she can be there with her, and also the girl who works there is a songwriter and is really inspired by Dolly, and Dolly lets her sing at the annual Christmas Dollywood Festival, and she sings, and she does amazing, and Dolly says, I'm going to cut a record for you, and her family's finally proud of her. They've never been proud of her, but now they're finally proud of her, and they get it, and she falls in love with the roller coaster guy. <laughs> oh, as you were saying that, I'm like, I literally have no idea idea what else this could possibly be. Then why so I'm glad I got to go first. <laughs> so it's it's um Dolly Parton's Christmas and It's Christmas it, at Dollywood. We don't it's know Christmas at Dollywood. If this Dollywood is Dolly Parton's. Like so okay. keep that in like it could be like a doll store. Yeah. Could be made of wood. Could be, but I've known too many people who work at Dollywood. The, oh my god! The theme park. Oh, the stories. <laughs> they're they're all really lovely stories. I've heard it's a fun place. Yeah, I and I'm like, I 
could go there. Yeah, I think I would be super into it. It's definitely a different vibe and something that would be completely different than what I experienced yeah. at Disney and Universal and stuff. But but just as much heart. Oh my gosh, heart out the kazoo. Yeah. That's all we want at Christmas. That's all we want is heart, heart out, out the, the kazoo. kazoo. <laughs> okay, so... um. A Dollywood Christmas. Christmas, Christmas at Dollywood. Sorry, Christmas at Dollywood. Okay. I'm so um, mean. So this is like, oh, it's sort of like Love Actually, where there oh, are oh, various oh, snippets of various oh, workers and stuff. Okay. And there's like the stage manager, and there's a lighting person, and there's the, the roller coaster guy. And there's Dolly herself as like the wow. uh, the Santa, the team coach of the entire uh, oh. theme park. And they all get together and they all decide uh, what shows they what like what they want to contribute to the holiday season. And it turns out to be like a big socialist. <laughs> Sorry. But like everyone teams together and they all make decisions to make it nice for Christmas. A okay. Socialist Christmas. <laughs> Oh my god, I love that idea. <laughs> Christmas at Dollywood. Okay, so this one premieres Sunday, December 8th. You know it's good, and probably with their highest budget because they saved it for December. Yeah. And, oh, Danica McKellar's in it. Um, and Dolly Parton. Uh, she played Winnie. Okay, Did thank it? God Didn't you, you know Winnie? these things. It could be, honey. I'm probably wrong. Please send your letters to Hi, I Think You're Nice. <laughs> to correct you. <laughs> yep. In the film... Rachel Lewis is a single mom and award-winning Broadway producer oh. who learns investors have mismanaged her latest theatrical, a holiday extravaganza, into bankruptcy, forcing <gasps> the show to close before it even opens. Oh, no. Dismayed, Rachel call, Rachel's friend calls from Tennessee to tell her about an opportunity to produce a show for the 20th anniversary of the Smoky Mountain Christmas Festival at Dollywood. The only caveat? Rachel will have to work with Luke Hackman, Dollywood's oh. entertainment director, who sees the holiday show as a stepping stone to becoming the park's new general manager. As the pair make compromises to please their boss, Rachel and Luke realize love can come in the most unexpected of pants. <laughs> no, of places. Of places. Of places. Wow. I think you were on that one. I think you were closer. I it was, I was it wasn't closer. A love, yeah, you're, you I were wasn't, closer. I, I was closer out of the two of us, but I liked your concept better. Well, thank you. A tip of the Santa cap to you, my friend. We're back tied. We're tied up again. We're oh, how many mallows? Four. four to four mallows. Four to four oh marshmallows. Oh, my God. Should we take a break from our, for our sponsor? <laughs> thank you for that. Thank you. It was really well thought out and Thank really fun. Thank you. It was, it was participation, and participation yeah. is one of the best ways to enjoy the holidays. Yes. I'll write that down. Right. Children, are you writing? Take notes for how to be holly and jolly. Um, and I, So those are all actually Hallmark movies that are coming out this year because they are releasing okay. 40 new Hallmark Christmas movies this year. Netflix has a great Netflix offering. Netflix is going to hook you up. Netflix oh actually God. did really good last year. I really like their I stuff. loved the holiday calendar. Me too! It was so much fun. It was lovely. The only thing missing, I think, was a wink from the old guy. No, that was, I'm thinking of Princess Switch. The one with Vanessa Hudgens. Yes. Yeah, that, those so, are easy to switch. And... Yeah. Holiday calendar, I loved. They never explained why the calendar was magical. And I was I like, Do we're, we're all just accepting. Okay, great. Grandma had a magical calendar. Perfect. But in the princess switch where Vanessa Hudgens plays both like a duchess and like a baker from Chicago who right. always wears a Chicago hat. Um, <laughs> they keep seeing this old man in Chicago and in Bologna or wherever the mm -hmm. hell they go to. 
And it's the same old man, and he's like, maybe you should talk to that boy. Maybe you should enter this contest. Mm-hmm. But then he never, like, does anything. And at the end, I thought they were going to pan out and he was going to, like, wink at the camera and go, now that's what I call a princess switch. Or it's just something. <laughs> like, we needed, we needed... I personally needed that. Or, like, is he Santa? Is he their dad? And he's going to be like, you are twins? Like, something There's so much that we could have learned. Yeah. But we didn't. Yeah. And, 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 this just in, not this year... But next year, we are, we are uh-huh. going to be getting a sequel to that. <gasps> Princess Switch 3. The three stands for how many Vanessa Hudgens will be in that film. Yes. There is a third, third. look-alike. Uh, 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 yeah, uh, so uh, something uh, to look forward to. What do you think her profession is, Princess? We have a baker. We have a duchess. I feel like maybe um, maybe a teacher? Teacher? Journalist? We haven't had a journalist yet. Journalist a lawyer? is too close to baker. Is it, is it? Yes. <laughs> How? Because, like, when you journal, it's like you're using your hands and bakers use their hands. Okay. It's a too doctor. close to baker. Uh, she's a she's a doctor. That's too close she, to duchess. That's t- <laughs> she's a lumberjack? I was thinking something even. athletic. So you have something homey, something political, and something athletic. Oh. Or something with the kids is what I was thinking for teacher. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, with the children. What about mm-hmm. something artsy? She's a gallery. Baker's artsy. Baker, Baker's artsy. Mm-hmm. Boy, you're you're a tough cookie when it comes to like what is what. A in tough a... Christmas cookie. cookie. You're a tough. You're a tough nut to that crack. deserves a bow. <laughs> So tell me, Christine, okay. what, what's our next game? Oh, my gosh. Is it? <clears throat> you don't hit yourself in the eye. I almost smacked myself with the jingle bells. No, no. Okay, okay, okay. Hey, Sarah, what's that coming down the Christmas tree? Wait, I'm... that's a chimney. <laughs> it's a bunch of spiders. It's a bunch of spiders. It's a bunch of Hey, Sarah. What? What's that? What's that coming down the chimney? (gasps) Who could it be? It's Christine with her movie Christmas trivia game 2019. Uh, This is a continuation of last year's game. So last year, I would read to you either a plot from a real Hallmark Netflix or Lifetime movie. Okay. Or I would read you one that I had made up. Right. And so you have to say, is it a Christmas bake or Christmas fake? Fake. Okay. Yeah. I and just made that up. I love it. And what what points are awarded? What candy? <clears throat> one candy cane to Sarah if she guesses right. Okay. One candy cane to Christine if Sarah's wrong. Oh, my gosh. We're ready. We're excited. Here we go. Here we, Here we go. go. So the, Okay. So Christmas fake or Christmas bake. Here we go. Christmas Cupid. Okay. Kate has one job at Christmas time. Make people fall in love. As the local matchmaker in Harper's Grove, Vermont, she prides herself on finding perfect matches for all the townsfolk in time for the yearly Christmas festival, even if she can never manage to find a match for herself. That is until she meets widower Liam, a handsome business consultant from Chicago who, no matter who Kate's tries matching him with, cannot seem to get past a first date. With no one left in the town to match with Liam, Kate reluctantly agrees to accompany him to the festival herself. 
and she soon finds herself under Cupid's spell. But trouble arises when Liam's ex-fiance <gasps> unexpectedly shows up just in time for Christmas Eve. Will Kate find herself alone another Christmas, or will this be the year that Cupid finally meets her match? Christmas. Cupid. <laughs> She's really intense. <clears throat> leaned mm-hmm. really close. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay. so excited. I okay. love this. This okay. is the best. Day. This is the best. <laughs> She's got a Ricola. I got a Ricola. <laughs> I got a lot, I got a lot of reading to do. <laughs> okay, I'm going to say Christmas Cupid. That seems legit to me, and I'm wondering if it was so good. Oh no, she's giggling. Okay, so is it real? Is it real? I th- I believe that it's a real one on a Christmas bake. A, a Christmas bake or a Christmas? I think it's a Christmas bake. Oh. <sighs> Wah, wah, wah. What? That is a Christine original. Christine original. Mm-hmm. Okay. One candy came for Chrissy. Oh, uh, man. And you have to actually play. Don't just try to let me win. No, I sad. thought that was real. Really? I really thought yes. that was real. I really worked hard on these this year. No, I'm <laughs> now I'm terrified because I'm like. Yeah, oh, you are. Yeah, you are. I am. Look, I made a candy cane. Oh, God, it's really awful. It's vaguely phallic. Let me try again. <laughs> Are all candy canes vaguely phallic? Vaguely. Yeah. Have you seen one that's not? <laughs> well, I mean, ideally. So are Christmas trees. So are the jingle bells I have all look vaguely phallic. Christmas is vaguely it's phallic. vaguely phallic. Yeah. It's a whole... vaguely phallic Christmas. Fake. That one's fake. <laughs> Little. Well... <laughs> like, Richard loves Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay, so you get one candy cane. There, I drew mm-hmm, it. You mm-hmm. have one candy cane. Oh my god! And Lisa, how many? How many mallows? Four, you had four marshmallows. I'm ready. Finding Santa. Oh dear. As a little girl, Annie has never believed in the whole Santa Claus thing, and now that she is an ambitious investigative journalist, basically a baker, uh-huh. she barely <laughs> has time to believe in Christmas. When Annie is assigned to cover a local town's annual Santa lookalike competition, she decides to get to the bottom of this, quote, Santa conspiracy. But on Christmas Eve, when she awakes to the sound of clatter on the roof, she meets the handsome Christopher Kringle, who takes her on the magical sleigh ride of her life. Handsome Christopher Kringle? I don't know. <laughs> who takes her on the magical sleigh ride of her life in an attempt to prove to her that Santa and the Christmas spirit are both very real. <laughs> Christmas. Wait. Finding Santa. Finding Santa. Is it a Christmas bake or a Christmas bake? I wasn't going to say Christmas bake until I heard handsome Santa. <laughs> I'm like, you know who'd make Santa hot? Christine. So it's a Christmas bake. It's a Christmas bake. <laughs> why can't Santa be hot? <laughs> why can't? Why do you? I just don't. We shouldn't put people in boxes, Sarah. I think you can cast a hot guy as Santa. Maybe he's I, young Santa. His I, name is Christopher Claus or Christopher I, Kringle. I, I honestly, of course he can be. He can be anything. Just he can very, still wear a suit. The blurbs would rarely bring up the, the handsome Christopher the Kringle. Well, she, I don't think she's going to fall in love with the old Santa. Well, I mean, that could happen too. Yeah, but. it could be a May-December relationship. 
But then she, like, doesn't realize he's Santa because he's, like, young and hot. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm trying to give myself a candy cane. It's even more valid. <laughs> oh, my God. It's getting Please worse. take a picture of these and post it on your Facebook. I, Is I it because Santa's so hot? You're just, like, drawing <laughs> these candy canes? Like, mm. Santa's candy it's because, cane. It's because Santa's so hot. That's so hot. He's such a dreamboat. He's so hot. Yeah. Number three. Number three. <laughs> Christmas at the plaza. Okay. It's Christmas time again in the Big Apple. And Jessica, an archival historian entangled in a declining relationship... <laughs> Mm. is hired to create an exhibition honoring the history of Christmas at the Plaza Hotel. There, she meets Nick, a handsome decorator. (laughs) (laughs) There's no handsome around here. A handsome what now? Decorator. Decorator. Who's been commissioned to deck out the iconic landmark. (laughs) When they're paired together to prepare the exhibition, they wind up enjoying a host of holiday traditions together and find themselves falling for each other. But tensions soon rise as Jessica must figure out her romantic priorities and decide with whom she'll ultimately spend Christmas at the plaza. Okay. Christmas at the plaza. At the plaza. Christmas bake or Christmas fake? Well, he is a handsome decorator. He's a handsome decorator. They're always handsome. <laughs> They're always in. You know how many handsome decorators I know? I don't know one hideous decorator. And they're I'm like, all hot. Yeah, they're so hot. <laughs> if you want to meet someone handsome, you go to like a decorator's Get yourself app. a decorator. Yeah. Okay. Decorate this. Swipe right. <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, Christmas. Oh, I'm going to go with, oh, I don't know. Christmas, Christmas bake. It's real. Is that your last choice? It's my last, my final offer. It's a Christmas bake. Yay! Draw you, yourself a penis cane. Do you, <laughs> do you know why Wait, are I chose to say it? penis on the thing on the air? I've I've said okay. vaguely phallic like thirty times. Yeah, which, but then I just went right to it. There's nothing oh, vague about the actual true. word. That's true. Well, if there are children listening, well. Well, they welcome. should know. Yeah. <laughs> welcome to the party, Pat. Yeah, also to quote a favorite Christmas movie. Yeah, um, yeah, excellent. Uh, yeah. The reason I, I, it wasn't uh, as good as your stuff. That's why I was like, I think it's real because it's you know, not as good. Thank you. I tried to punch <laughs> up the, um, <laughs> the, the real descriptions. Yeah, and add a couple flowery words because I'm just like I need to make this a little more. No, you're a little bit more. You've we need, got we it. need, we need more. It's Christmas. Punch it up. Uh oh, uh oh, it's uh-oh. time. Okay, for what? Toss up challenge. Okay. This one's worth two candy canes. Oh shoot. Okay. Okay. So there's two movies with very similar titles. Oh yes, and we very did one of these similar last year. descriptions. We did one of these last year. The car- carols, caroling carols. One of these movies will be premiering Saturday, November sixteenth, okay. and one of these is not real. all right are you ready i'm ready christmas under the stars okay christmas under the stars when nick a handsome career (laughs) no it doesn't say handsome it doesn't say handsome (laughs) a handsome man Okay. When Nick, a career-focused investment banker, is fired from his high-powered firm at Christmas time, he takes a job at a Christmas tree lot owned by a warm-hearted widower. 
There he meets Julie, an astronomy teacher, who's always looked to the stars for hope. As the Christmas spirit washes over him and he begins falling for Julie, the once self-centered Nick discovers the joy of helping others. When he learns that Julie and the tree lot owner are facing hard times, Nick strives to end their troubles using his investment banking knowledge. But can he do it in time for them all to share a Christmas under the stars? Christmas under the stars. Okay. That's one of them. Christmas under the stars. Christmas with the stars. <laughs> when Allison, a celebrity personal assistant, is fired by Hollywood's latest it girl at Christmas time, she takes a last minute job as one of Santa's elves at a local department store. There, she meets Peter Brooks, a single father whose holiday tradition with his daughters involves volunteering at the department store. Store toy drive. Store toy drive. Words. Got it. <laughs> As the Christmas spirit washes over Allison and she begins falling for Peter, the once self-centered Allison discovers the joy of helping others. But the week before Christmas, she learns that Peter Brooks is the CEO of Brooks <gasps> Management, one of the top management companies in Hollywood and the host of the annual Christmas Star Gala, Hollywood's Biggest Night. When Allison learns that Peter and his company are facing hard times, she decides to use her Hollywood know-how and renewed Christmas spirit to pull together the best Christmas star gala. But can she do it in time for them all to share a Christmas with the stars? Christmas with the stars. So we have Christmas under the stars and Christmas with the stars. So our... One of them true, one of them fake, or mm-hmm. it, okay. So one's true, one's fake. One's okay. true, one's fake. Okay. 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 I like how they both end the same way. <laughs> oh, they both had the same phrases in them. Yes. I they, worked hard this yes, year. Yes, you did. It's worth two candy canes, Sarah. Okay. The double stick. <laughs> not anything else that I may have said. I may have gotten cut it out. <laughs> cut out, not cut it cut out. Cut it out. Okay, so I'm going to go with uh, the first one is real. The second, so Christmas under the stars is okay. real. Is that, are you sure? And yes, and then the other one with the foundation is fake. <sighs> I'm sorry. Take your double candy cane. It was, it was a really. Enjoy your vaguely phallic parade of candy canes. <laughs> They're getting better, actually, a little like bit. Well, little rockets not... all lined up next to not each other. Not really, nope. That one, no, well, that one's all right. I know I had too much info in there, but I couldn't, I, I couldn't, I, I had honestly, to give you background on Christmas with the stars. I just did 50 50. Oh, really? With, I, I honestly, I didn't know because you did, there were so many similar phrases throughout each Thank one. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Right now, we're standing at you have one candy cane and I have four candy canes. I have one candy cane? I'm sorry. Oh, I'm going to get you on the, well, we might have a triple toss up. In okay, our that's good. And if you win, I'm considering it a Christmas gift to you. <laughs> so I won't be getting you anything else. Christine, this whole episode is a Christmas gift from you. I'm pretty sure it's so. a gift to us all. It's for one and all for everyone. Christmas a la mode. Ooh. Oh, with ice cream? Christmas a la mode. <laughs> Christmas a la mode. Since her father passed away... Emily has been running her family's dairy farm with the help of her mother and best friend. But this Christmas, the farm has fallen on hard times. So Emily's sister, Dorothy, who is part owner with Emily, and her handsome business partner, Charlie, (laughs) show up with a... (laughs) 
with a proposition to sell the dairy farm. Emily comes up with an ingenious plan to buy out her sister's shares and hold an online holiday ice cream flavor contest that goes viral with Charlie's amazing apple pie. Christmas a la mode ice cream is born! Still, as the Christmas Eve deadline for the buyout approaches, Emily needs a Christmas miracle to save the farm and her father's legacy in time for a happy Christmas, which will hopefully involve sharing a Christmas kiss with Charlie. Christmas a la mode. Uh, (laughs) It's a failing family farm. Mm Mm-hmm. There's cows in it. Yeah. I'm seeing snow and pastoral mm-hmm. things. Yes, you are. And the handsome. And the handsome. Charlie's handsome. Charlie's handsome. He's like that That Santa Claus. Christmas baby. You want to tap that. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think that's legit. You think think it's a Christmas bake? I I think it's a Christmas bake. Is it really? It's going to be a lifetime movie. Okay. What is it? It's the triple toss up challenge. The triple toss up challenge. Worth one cup of cocoa. (gasps) For those of you keeping track at home, a marshmallow is worth one-fifth of a candy cane. And a candy cane is one-fifth of a cup of cocoa. (laughs) This is aggressive. (laughs) Okay. Triple toss-up challenge. Okay. One of these is a movie that came out last year. Okay. One of these is a movie coming out this year. Okay. And one of these is a Christmas fake. (gasps) Oh! You're going to know. Okay. All right. Or you won't. This is what I'm most proud of. Okay. okay. This is what I'm most proud of. This says. is my year's best work. I, it's it all great so far. This. Okay. No, it's not. But I, these, these were really fun. Okay. Pride and Prejudice and Mistletoe. Okay. Darcy Fitzwilliams has always worked hard to prove herself and be successful on her own terms, even choosing to start her own company rather than work with her father. What a crazy loon. Um, It doesn't say that. (laughs) Returning to her hometown for Christmas, Darcy reconnects with an old rival, restaurant owner Luke, and they are forced to plan a charity event together. As Darcy spends time reconnecting with her family and being quoted by the handsome Luke... Are you adding them now? No, I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) She starts to realize what matters most in life. She decides that uh, she decides this is the Christmas to set her pride and prejudices aside, mend her relationship with her father, and possibly fall in love under the mistletoe. Based on the book of the same title by Melissa de la Cruz. (laughs) Pride and Prejudice and Mistletoe. Wait. I'm sorry. The first one. When you said, like, based on the novel, do they mean Mm. pride and. No, nope. Austin. They mean another book that no. Nope, this is Pride and Prejudice and Mistletoe. Mistletoe, completely different. Mm-hmm. This gotta, movie gotta, is based it. on a book by Melissa De La Cruz. Okay. Okay. Oh, now I'm crunching my cough drop. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> this is just like painful for so many people. More mouth sounds, Christine. Mm-hmm. We want more mouth. It's sounds. Christmas. We need mouth sounds. <laughs> people love mouth. Get the kids the mouth noises. Um. Sense and sensibility and snowmen. Get out of here. I won't get out. I'm going to build a condo and live here. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Lifelong sisters and Christmas enthusiast party Lifelong planners. sisters? What? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was, I was hoping to get you with that one. Oh, shit. Oh, damn it. Never mind. I don't know. Lifelong Lifelong sisters and Christmas enthusiasts, party planners, Ella and Marion Dashwood. 
have been planning the most festive and merry holiday parties since they lost their parents in a tragic accident. Oh, no. But this Christmas, they are faced with an impossible task. Plan the perfect holiday party for the most imperfect holiday client, Edward Ferris, a not-so-jolly toy company CEO. No matter what Ella and Marion do to bring on the holiday cheer, they cannot seem to defrost Edward's chilly heart. As the clock ticks closer to Christmas, Edward and Ella begin to grow fond of each other, leaving Marion to wonder if she and her sister are the team they used to be. Now the sisters must choose Christmas together or a party apart. Based on the book of the same title by Anne Silverton. Sense, Insensibility, and Snowman. This is a triple challenge, so there's one more. Who's going to get the cup of cocoa? God, is it going to be Mansfield Park? War and Peace and Sugar Plums. <laughs> All right, so it's not a not a Jane Austen. It's right. Christmas time in Tolstoy, New Hampshire, and Natalie Rogers. <laughs> Tolstoy, New Hampshire. And Natalie Rogers is busily is busy preparing for the annual gingerbread castle competition, a contest her family has won since 1812. Sparks fly when she unexpectedly meets fellow gingerbread enthusiast Peter Beskoff, and they bond over their shared <laughs> love of sugar plums. Just when Natalie thinks she and Peter may soon find a gingerbread castle built for two, she discovers that her childhood beau, Andrew Balonsky, has returned to Tolstoy for Christmas to win her heart. On the eve of the contest, when Natalie thinks this Christmas could not get more complicated, a small, ambitious Frenchman, Nathan Polion, invades the town, declaring himself the best gingerbread castle baker in the country. Can Natalie win the contest, save Tolstoy from Nate Polion, and choose between Peter and Andrew all before Christmas? Based on the book of the same title by Clementine Bancroft. War and peace and sugar plums. Oh, good. Which one of those is fake, Sarah? Good God. The last one cannot be real. Are you sure? I'm positive. Are you sure? I'm positive. I would see that. And then... Little French guy invades the nice little town with potential (laughs) Russian people. It was the last name of Biscoff that nearly killed me. Biscoff. You know, the cookie. (laughs) Um, So that one is the not real one. And am I supposed to guess which one came out? Sure. Okay, so I'm going to guess that Pride and Prejudice came out first and Sense and Sensibility came out second. We got a triple crown winner! Give her the cup of cocoa, folks! All right, I won't make it vaguely phallic. But here's the thing, Sarah. You probably don't know this. This is a trend. That's happening in holiday filmery. So I actually looked into it a little bit more, and I contacted my sources, Uh and I was able to get a list of all the films that are in development based on classic literature. Now, I know what you're thinking, Christine, are you being silly? I would never be silly. Not now. This is all true. So I wanted to share with you a couple titles we have to look forward to in the future. Please. Of Mice and Men and Mold Cider, (laughs) The Catcher and the Rye and the Candy Canes. The Sound and the Fury and the Twinkle Lights, Tristan and Isolde and Frosty the Snowman, Crime and Punishment and Home for the Holidays. <laughs> Sorry. Romeo uh. and Juliet and Gingerbread. And this one's actually going to be a musical. This is Les Pierre Noël's Miserables. And they're really excited because <laughs> they got Russell Crowe on board. He's playing Javert Frost. Uh, to Kill a Partridge in a Pear Tree. <laughs> The Old Man and the Sea. The Sea stands for Christmas. Aww. The Oddest Sea. 
The C stands for Christmas. <laughs> 20,000 lights under the C. The C stands, stands for Hanukkah. <laughs> oh my God, I love it. Uh, this one's going to be released actually at Halloween, For Whom the Bells Jingle. Mm-hmm. And then uh, finally, Great Expectations. So you don't need to change that title. You, you don't. You don't, you don't need to change perfect. it. Great Just Expectations. That's Christmas. We all have Great Expectations. So look <gasps> forward to those films coming out. I do look forward you to those films to those. coming out. <laughs> I mean, I I think it's going to be great. I'm really, frankly, Crime and Punishment and Home for the Holidays. That No one phoned in anything on that one. Nope. Nope. That one. All. That one, I think, gets me the most because sometimes going home for the holidays mm-hmm. is tough. Crime and punishment. Crime and punishment. <laughs> to kill a partridge in a pear tree also. No. Oh. oh. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Boo Radley. Um, what? He's a weirdo next door. Oh, boo. And we also have some future um, Christine Miss classics. <gasps> yes. So some of these are considered a little too good for straight to television. <gasps> these are either going to be plays mm-hmm. or... Feature films. Feature films. Uh, May or may not win an Academy Award. I w- tell me <clears throat> everything. They're very long. I'm ready. The night before Christmas at Mulberry Manor. <laughs> it is Christmas Eve, 1925, in Mulberry, England. Miss Charlotte Fairbanks, a plucky and brilliant aspiring writer specializing in mystery novellas, has just arrived for the annual Christmas Eve banquet at Mulberry Manor, the country estate of her eccentric elderly great aunt, Lady Crispintine. But of course. <laughs> This is a serious... I know. I know. I'm sorry. But of course, Miss Fairbanks is not the only one in attendance. Before the banquet, she merrily mingles among the most intriguing assortment of guests and staff. Lord and Lady Pippinwhips from the neighboring estate who have longed to acquire Mulberry Manor in an effort to double their land and holdings. Harry Hotfingers Tadpole, <laughs> the widely praised pianist and entertainment for the banquet... Who is in quite a mood this particular evening, as Lady Crispentine's head of house has just informed Harry that his payment has been substantially deducted due to playing that new age jazz instead of the approved concertos. The Fairbanks family, including Charlotte's uncle Badger, Aunt Kitty, and cousins Mavis and Clark. As the eldest son of Lady Crispentine, Uncle Badger is the rightful heir to Mulberry Manor. However, it is rumored that Lady Crispentine is planning to make changes to her will in the new year, including a possible chain in the line of succession allowing female heirs. (gasps) Note, Badger's sister Rosebud lives in the States and unfortunately cannot join the family this Christmas. She sent a lovely bouquet and a chocolate box to Mother. Oh... Colonel Peter Wadsley, a war hero who fought on the front lines for England while simultaneously running an underground gambling circuit. Mulberry Manor was used for several ill-fated card games between top officers, including one witnessed by Lady Crispentine herself. Oh, where's the rest of my papers? There's some up here. Oh my God, thank you. You're on the edge of your seat. (laughs) I want to know. Bertram Toad. Bertram Toad? Toad. Excellent. The butler of Mulberry Manor for more than five decades, who knows everything about everyone and everything in the manor, but rarely speaks above a whisper. He is also left-handed. <laughs> Mrs. Dot Jam, the head of house and Lady Crispentine's personal lady's maid. Mrs. Jam is the only person aware of the lud child conceived between Lady Crispentine and Bertram Toad many, many Christmases ago and born just a few years before Badger. 
The group gathers in the dining room for Lady Christmantine's annual Christmas toast. Outside, the drizzle of rain that has been merely an irritation on the carriage ride this morning has brewed into a roaring storm. As Lady Christmantine raises her champagne glass to toast another year of health and wealth, a flash of lightning and drum of thunder echo in the sky, and the entire room goes pitch black. As Mr. Toad strikes a match to relight the candelabra, the group gasp at the sight before them. <gasps> Lady Crispentine, face down on the table with a letter opener stabbed in her back. <gasps> Miss Fairbanks quickly realizes that the merry faces she had been so delighted to meet only moments ago are now all suspects in a brutal Christmas time murder. What is more stirring is that each person seems to have their own reason for possibly wanting to see Lady Crispentine's demise. The storm has made it impossible to travel into town or send for help, so the guests are forced to stay at Mulberry Manor until morning. Miss Fairbanks now realizes that it is up to her to crack the case of this real-life mystery before other guests find themselves face down in the figgy pudding. Or worse, before Christmas is cancelled entirely. So that's one I'm working on. Are you going to legit write that? Because we need to make that like a legit show. I started it as a radio play. Yes. I thought it'd be fun, like in the old style, you know, that episode yeah. of Frasier where exactly. they do the radio, right? That's yes. P.S. We talked about Frasier a lot last year. I don't care. <laughs> I, uh, you're such a good guest. You re-listened. I, I did because I, I was like, I didn't want to use same plots. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I'm sure I did. But I, well. <laughs> well, I wasn't going to say anything. Um, but yeah. I'll give you a look. Um. <laughs> Wouldn't that be a fun little radio play? I was hearing it and seeing it, and like halfway through, I was like trying to do some like the gasping and stuff because yeah, yeah. And let's you, record you a story. And yeah, so I I have a few pages already written. Um, I'm I'm very busy doing other things, so I haven't spent a lot of time on it. But wouldn't it be fun? To it do would be like the funnest. A, a special Christmas time. Yeah, the night before Christmas at Mulberry Manor, Mulberry coming to Hi, I think you're nice. <laughs> Or just yeah. December twenty twenty. Or, or just an independent project of oh, your oh, own. Oh, okay. Or just maybe don't bring me into this. No, no, maybe I want, don't use my podcast. I'm trying sake. to give you your own wings, Christine. I don't want wings. Okay. I want to stay on your back. Then never mind. Let we me, will stay let here. Let me ride your coattails all the way to that Tony. <laughs> you bet, Tony for podcast awards. Well, for when they adapt it, because if they're, they're oh, adapting like everything into musicals, that's they're true. obviously going to be like this Mulberry Manor. Let's let's do it. We have two more of your stories. Christine Miss Future Classics. Okay, yes, let's including go. the Gumdrop Gumshoe. <gasps> Ooh, you have like spy based <laughs> or like mystery. I know. Well, because <laughs> well, and this is why I'm like I'm combining genres, and I'm like ah, this is not going to be. This was originally one of the faux Christmas fakes, mm-hmm. but it was apparently too good to be a Hallmark movie, <laughs> and it combined too many genres. I'm like, she's gonna uh, know. Yeah. So this is a future classic. Okay. Detective Kelly Gumdrop, played by me, is the number one gumshoe north of the pole. One December morn, she receives a mysterious red envelope with individually cut out letters from magazines arranged to spell out Protect Chris Claus. On the reverse side, she sees a map of the North Pole and a note. Gumdrop, someone is trying to stop Santa's all-nighter. Protect my dear friend during this most wonderful time of the year. Yours in friendship, QE2. Suddenly, Detective Gumdrop finds herself at the North Pole, where she is briefed by the dashing elf Pepper Mint, Michael B. Jordan, 
Santa's <laughs> chief of staff, who proudly worked his way up the corporate claws ladder all the way from Tinker Toy Maker to Santa's number two. Pepper informs Kelly that for the f- past four weeks, presents have mysteriously gone missing at the North Pole. Seven days ago, the North Pole baking staff was ashamed to admit that the sugar containers had all been replaced with salt, <gasps> resulting in a devastating batch of Santa's favorite chocolate chip cookies. Ugh. And finally, two days ago, a red leather glove with a mink trim was found in Santa's sleigh, along with an ominous note. You better watch out. <gasps> Pepper also mentions that Santa's little half-brother and all-around rabble-rouser, Benji Claus, Kevin Bacon, has been MIA since Turkey Day. Now, Kelly only has a few days to find out who is trying to stop Santa and stop them from ruining Christmas for everyone, all while trying not to fall for Peppermint. Can she keep her game face on and stick to the case, or is this one gumshoe that may be gum-dropped? Also, Rudolph talks and has a musical number. <laughs> I made that note in there. <laughs> he talks and it's there's a worth musical number. Noting. So that's the gumdrop gumshoe. Outstanding. Right? It could be something. It could that could be something. And Absolutely. I could I feel like Michael B. Jordan and I could work together. I may have cast yeah. someone I would want to work with Maybe. and admire. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's your Christmas story. It's my story. You make your dreams come true. Hey, Sarah. Hey, hey, Christine. Have you ever wondered what would happen if the music man met Wedding Crashers, but at Christmas? You know what? I have. Well, have I got a movie for you? Oh, wow. Jake Frost. Jake Frost, played by Zac Efron, has learned everything he needs to know about love from made-for-TV holiday movies, which is why every November he picks a quaint, snow-covered town in New England and seeks part-time employment as a baker, carpenter, or shop clerk. He charms the quirky town folks and meticulously woos an unexpecting single woman by reuniting her with her estranged parents and rekindling her holiday spirit. By Christmas Eve, he closes the deal, sharing a perfect kiss under the mistletoe. But when the clock strikes midnight on New Year's Eve, he's on the last train out of town with her credit card information, social security card, and holiday gifts in tow. For years, Jake pulls this con, preying on a woman's desire to find love at the holidays and using every trick in Santa's bag, then disappearing like a snowflake on the ice-cold pavement. But this year, he decides it's time to retire. So he heads to Candy Cane, Maine, where he plans to lay down his peppermint shtick for Deputy Mayor and all-around holiday cheermeister, Mariana Baxter. Christine Reapy, fresh off of last year's runaway hit, The Gumdrop Gumshoe. <laughs> but Jake doesn't know that Mariana has played some reindeer games before, and she has her own ideas about how to have a little fun at the holidays. Holiday hijinks, hilarity, and dancing to boot, Jake Frost finally answers the lifelong question, what happens at Christmas when a con cons a con? <laughs> I'm into it. I am 100% into I think Zach would be that. too. I, if yeah. he agreed to do The Greatest Showman, he would definitely agree to be Jake Frost. For sure. Yeah. And to, I think he and I would work well together. I, well, again, I just think he and I would work well together. There's no he, other reason. No. No other reason. I just think, you know, I, I could help him. I respected what he did with that Ted Bundy movie. That yeah. Was... We'd be a little less Bundy, a little more High School Musical. Sure. Um, <laughs> So those were just three, like, up-and-coming films. I if love you them. have a billion dollars and you want to help me make a movie, mm-hmm. 
those are the the pitches I'm throwing out there this year. It's like the secret. You just throw it out there and hope it lands. What somewhere. this is my li- this is my life. I just sit here and I put out <laughs> what I hope ricochets around in the world and equals yeah. something nice in the outcome. Because <laughs> oh, it's so cool. Wouldn't it be cool to actually would... make a Christmas movie? Yes. Tune in next week for the dramatic conclusion of Christmas with Christine.